1: And you're here. Thanks for choosing the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Your quest for podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained ends here. We invite you to enjoy all our shows we have on this network. And right now, let's Let's start start with 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 Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Sandra Champlain.
0: The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only.
2: For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death, and so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Well, today is a special day. It is my birthday. Yes, happy birthday to me. I have turned 56 years old, which is so hard to believe. Oh my goodness. I've hit the age where I didn't really remember how old I was. I had to do a little math. I don't know if that's happened to you yet. As we're younger, we're so excited. We remember, oh, we are six and a half or six and three quarters. And even when we get older, we are 89 and a quarter. We're excited to share our age. My sweet grandmother passed one week before her 91st birthday, and she knew down to the month how old she was exactly. We get proud of our age when we're older, but this age, maybe not so much. I thought I'd use today's episode to celebrate so much, share some afterlife great things, but also boy, there's some things I sure would have liked to have heard when I was younger that would have empowered me growing up. And also, not only that is to get some reminders throughout life about who we really are. You know, it's been a long journey for me, as I'm sure for you, to be where you are right now with all the beliefs. And could there be a shortcut? Could there be a shortcut from here? to you just having an even more fabulous life and perhaps dialing down some of the pain and discomfort and turning up some of the belief and the personal empowerment. So that's what we're up to today. If I sound like I have a little cold or a little sleepiness in my voice, that's exactly what it is, sleepiness. I was not up celebrating last night, no I was not, but I had an opportunity to go on the great show Coast to Coast AM just for a few minutes to talk about this podcast. Tom Danheiser is the producer of the podcast and also of Coast to Coast AM and on occasion he will let me know that he'd like me, well he asks actually, if I would like to be on just for a few minutes to talk about the podcast or share some news. And, you know, I say yes to everything. But for me, that means I am up at 1.30 in the morning. And for some of us older folks, no, I know I'm not old. But we go to bed earlier, and we wake up earlier, you know, that didn't happen when I was younger, but it seems to happen now. But you better believe I do absolutely everything in my power to either stay up till 1.30 in the morning or set my alarm and get a little nap in earlier in the day to make sure I am bright and alert Why it's important to me to say yes to Tom and to every interview I'm asked to go on is you never know if there's one person listening that really needs to hear your words or my words in this case. And I take for granted a lot of what I've been through as normal. And it's hard to believe because there was a day when I really felt the tipping point of believing in the afterlife. And I know it was when I heard my first electronic voice phenomena message, you know the story, when I was listening to a recording of raindrops, having the intention to work with this EVP. And I hear, good night, Sandra. Good night, good night, good night. When all I was doing was recording raindrops. That sent me from believing Because I had experienced plenty of things that made me have a faith that the afterlife was real, but to actually hear voices coming from raindrops being recorded, knowing that loved ones are around. And of course, I went on to working with many, many people, just giving it away to record either the sound of water running or the shower on. In fact, while we're talking about EVP, we just posted on YouTube today a video of Dr. Sherry Pearl on how to record EVPs, and she's got a lot of different samples that you can listen to. If you're a YouTube person, which you probably are, type in the search box, we don't die films, but have it as all one word. Don't put any spaces between the words. You can see that video of Sherry Pearl talking about EVPs. So that was really the tipping point. And after that, there was so much more that I got. And thankfully, I got courageous and was able to begin to share my story, which is hard to do. But with that, the many thousands of people that have either got my book or listened to one of my shows, it's given them that bit of faith and hope and comfort that the afterlife is real and that their loved ones are around them. I'm grateful I'm here. and. Like I said, I never know who's listening or who needs to hear what I have to say. So today I am just going to trust my gut instinct and share. So if I sound a little sleepy, it's just because I was up in the middle of the night being on coast to coast AM. But I'm happy. I feel good. I'm a year older, but that's okay. You know, speaking of age, my mom and I love to watch shows like 1883 and the Gilded Age, and we were fans of Downton Abbey, I would be someone who would be related to as an old spinster, you know, the old lady that never got married. When I was younger, I had this belief going forward that it was just a matter of time before I fell in love, got married, had babies, and that would be my life. And so for all of us, no matter how old you are, if we look back. We can see these different things that happened in our life that brought us exactly to where we are today. And here's the big question. Would you change any of it? One little gift I want to give you is if you are experiencing any kind of guilt that something in your past should have been handled a different way. I say to you, I say to me, the people we were before did the best job we could with all the knowledge that we had. So our past selves did everything we did because at that moment, we felt like that was the right thing to do. It's so easy being human to worry and have guilt. But honestly, if we could have done something differently and we knew then what we know now, well, sure, we could have. But in that moment, we did everything in our power. So if you have any guilt Like the song from Frozen, let it go, let it go. It doesn't serve you anymore, and there's more things we can put in this space. So me, the spinster, never got married, never had kids, could not possibly be on the path that I'm on right now and be talking to you if things didn't go exactly the way they did for me. With all the research that I have done over the past many years, I believe wholeheartedly Whatever we didn't complete here on earth, we can complete on the other side. Or if there's a passion that you never really got to fully express, you can do that as well. So for those of us who want to raise a family or learn to play piano, or for me, I've got this hidden desire to learn to sing. We can do all of that. Not to say (laughs) that I can't still do any of that while I'm here on earth, but I no longer have that pressure or that feeling that things could have gone a different direction. And instead, I've not only made peace with exactly where I am, but I'm proud of who I am and I want you to be proud of who you are. So I want to give you a couple of stories about how people my age who are in the afterlife are communicating with people back at home. I have two friends I want to tell you about. One has received amazing images through doing FaceTime. You know, when we call somebody and we do face to face. Well, when she calls someone on occasion, she will see herself in the picture, not as she is, but almost like she'll see rainbow colors on the screen. Have you ever seen a picture or a drawing of what an aura looks like? You see a frame of a person and then you see all these multi-rainbow colors extending around. Well, what she finds is that her image that is in her phone when she does FaceTime will change. And what she sees are these multi-colors. Now, when she does a screenshot of it and looks at the picture, instead of seeing the outline of her head, it will be the outline in a very faint picture of her husband's head. And of course, he's in the spirit world. And it seems like these radiant different multicolors extend from that. And she's got tons of these pictures that she sent me. They say our loved ones can manipulate electricity and energy. Well, My friend and her husband had some favorite songs together. You know, those love songs that were special to the two of them. He has got a special way of manipulating her radio in the car. Now, I know a lot of people believe that when a song comes on, it's their loved one bringing it through, and it very well may be. But she's got the type of car that when you look at the radio, it'll say what station, and then it'll also show what song is playing. Many cars these days have that. When her husband gets involved from the other side, what you see on the screen are jumbled words. And instead of even seeing words, you just see all kinds of different lights and things pop up. And at the same time, one of their favorite songs plays. So she's very cute. She sends me messages through Facebook and she's like, he's at it again. And when I watch her, recording. It's one of the same songs and the radio screen is all distorted. And it really is a special sign that he is coming through to her. We're going to take a break soon, but I will share with you when we come back from the break, another friend who has had an extraordinary experience, because I told her the story of this other lady, Now their husbands, like I said, they're in their 50s. And I have a funny feeling that those of us who are around this age, we grew up with technology. We can find a way to use it on the other side To let our loved ones know that we're still right here. And one of the reasons I'm so passionate about sharing that Sonia Rinaldi movie, she's the one that captures the voices and the images of the afterlife, is so that people try to do this and you get your own evidence through your iPhone or wherever. And you can check that out at wedontdie.com. So let's take a break. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM. Paranormal Podcast Network.
1: You're listening to the iHeart Radio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
4: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect.
0: Looking for that certain someone who shares your interests in UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal? Look no further than ParanormalDate.com, the unique site for like-minded people. If you like the senior crowd, try ParanormalDate.com forward slash seniors to meet like-minded people that are 60 plus. It all depends on what you prefer. ParanormalDate.com is great for everyone. You can also tap into members that are 60 plus at paranormaldate.com forward slash seniors. Enjoy your search. Have some fun at paranormaldate.com.
2: Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain and it's my birthday. So today I just want to share some joy and share from my heart. I really do. Just before the break, I told you about my friend whose husband, who is deceased, comes through when she does FaceTime and his picture shows up on her phone. Also, when she gets into the car, very often he'll play one of their songs and will mess up the display on the radio. Well, I have another friend whose husband has passed and not too long ago, I had told her about this friend who I just told you the story about. She told me that her husband messes with the radio. So I was really happy to just receive a message recently from her She says in a message, remember how I told you that my husband messes with the radio? Well, it never stopped and still occurs periodically. This happened to me just last night. I'm in a rental car where I have my phone paired for text and calls. If I get a text message, I get a message on the console saying that I have a message from, and of course the name and the phone number of the contact will pop up. There are three options I can do, play, ignore, or send a I'm driving message. Last night at six p.m., I got two consecutive messages. The first one that popped up was from my husband's phone number. The second one was from a 313 Detroit phone number. I still have his phone and nobody else is using his phone number. So I pressed play, The one from my husband said, yep, we were just talking about that. The 313 number said, conversation with dad. When I stopped driving, I looked at my phone, and those messages were not there. I checked all the text messaging services, nothing. Usually, he just changes stations or moves my map. This is the first time I've gotten words. I guess he's hanging out with my dad and they are talking about me. I'm not sure what they are talking about. Anyways, I thought this would inspire you because these gentlemen are from my generation, around my age, and I just wonder We're the generation that grew up playing on the Commodore 64 computer when we were teenagers. And then we had the Walkman, and then we had the Discman, and the iPods, and then all these different computer things. And I can't help but think that somehow those of us that are real familiar with this kind of technology and music can do some of these things. So, my grandmother, who was just short of her 91st birthday, she may not be the best person to give signs and manipulate electricity, but someone who is younger and who is interested in technology maybe could. Yesterday, I was talking to our physical medium, medium friend, Scott Milligan, about all the amazing work that's happening with electronic voice phenomena, these EVPs and Sonia Rinaldi capturing the pictures and the voices. And he said something that I never really thought of. He said, the person who receives the messages is a form of medium. They need to have personal power that the spirit people can manipulate to make these things happen. So I found that very interesting because he says there's a lot of people that will try to get recordings and nothing. And he said, there are some people so powerful that the lights go on and off, television goes on and off, songs come on the radio. But he really left me thinking is it our power? Now, I'm thinking there could be a mix here. I think that there are some people that are naturally powerful. I mean, we talked about the aura just a little bit earlier, what the aura looks like. But if you imagine that each one of us have this energy vehicle that we live in, that our body has all those energy meridians that they talk about, and that we are producing energy energy electromagnetic energy. When I spoke to the fellow from Heart Math, he described how sensors can pick up how far this energy exudes from the body. And I know I've done this with dowsing rods. The more good thoughts you feel, the further your energy pushes out in the world. So if I asked everybody right now who was listening to think of your happiest memory or your funniest memory, your energy field would go 16, 20 feet away from you. And I'm not gonna have you do this, but if you thought of something not so happy or a sad time, it pulls back. Is it the energy that's exuding from us that they use and they harness to make these things happen in real space and time? I think we may all have some level of personal energy, But I also think that we can build up this power. All the classes that I've taken and that we teach online, and I'm sure we've mentioned this several times on this show, there's something called sitting in the power or sitting for the power. The mediums that I know say that it is building up this power that makes them more effective. So we all have our natural energy. And if we don't build up this reservoir, we have nothing to draw from spiritually to do this kind of work. Sitting in the power is something like this. You close your eyes and you can do this now if you like. And there's many ways to do this. But personally, I envision that in the center of my belly, I have a little light, a really bright light. And as I sit and as I breathe and as I slow down, I imagine this light just builds and builds and builds and builds. And eventually it pushes right out through my pores and the whole room is lit up. This is my power. This is how I sit in the power. And after I get that visual, I just sit there, literally. Pay attention to my breath. Try not to think. Just slow down. It is like building a muscle. I have to warn you because anytime you say don't think, what do you do? You think. So it's just slowing down and relaxing into the silence, or you can listen to some music. I think it's important also to point out that, like prayer, it's all about intention. So if you're just to rehearse prayers or read a prayer in a book, it doesn't have that oomph. But if you say it from your soul, you really have a prayer that someone gets better, say, that's powerful. So if you have that intention that, hey, universe, I don't really know how this sitting in the power works, but I'm here because I want to serve, I want to be connected with my loved ones, help me raise that power. And then again, you just sit there. You may feel like you fall asleep, perfectly okay. It's always good to do this while you're sitting up so you don't fall asleep but you will feel like you're in that sleepy zone, perfectly okay. None of us would imagine not plugging in our mobile devices at night, right? Sitting in the power builds that personal power. It also gives us great peace, lowers our blood pressure, and all kinds of other great things that meditation does. Scott Milligan, Carrie McLeod, Philip Dykes, they're all the mediums that work with me on all of our online classes. And in everything we do, they spend time doing the sitting in the power. I know I have a lot of free downloads that you can get, or even if you want to email me, I can send you a link certainly to that. But the sitting in the power really could be a way to access and harness some of that spiritual power that our loved ones can use to manipulate things and have some of these great signs happen. The other thing that's really needed is commitment. When our Rinaldi film came out last month, I had asked Sonia, if people want to get involved and try to record static and fog and other things that she does, hoping that their loved one's images will appear, what do they need to do? And she said, commitment. She says, there's a team of people working on the other side that will work with you but they need to see that you are totally committed to doing this. You just try it once, say, oh, it doesn't work. They're not gonna be so helpful. So that's just a little food for thought. Now, there's no guarantee, of course, but there is a whole bunch of things that are real, but they're invisible to our eyes. And with the work that I had done in the beginning days when I started recording electronic voice phenomena, I was taught to close my eyes and imagine Energy coming into the room and really being packed with energy. So I would imagine the moon filled with energy and this was just my own visualization and, and tension, and the moon beams would radiate into the room and then I would imagine like this vortex or tornado of energy just spinning around. and then I would do the recordings and I was very successful at getting voices. So this could be all the same thing tied in. I know we all want to be in touch with our loved ones and we all want proof that they are around us, but it takes something from us. It takes really knowing that they use our imagination to get through. It takes us being able to slow down our mind and be in touch with our feelings. It takes looking at their picture or reliving happy thoughts or times with them to start really remembering that feeling. And it's almost like a doorway gets opened up and then all of a sudden, don't be surprised if you have memories and thoughts and pictures and things that show up. That's them saying, I'm right here. But it takes something from us. And we humans, I mean, we're so skeptical. And so it's so easy to brush things off as, oh, it's just my imagination. But absolutely, yes, that's how they communicate with us and. That's why it is so important that we pay attention and slow down. Before you go to bed tonight, give it a try. As you lay there, do my sitting in the power, imagining that glow from your belly and filling the room and talk to your loved one. Let them know you're going to be very aware of your senses and your feelings And imagine yourself maybe sitting on a park bench together and relive some of your favorite times and then just still your mind, pay attention to those feelings and see what comes up. So we're going to take our next break and who knows what kind of birthday surprise I have for you when we get back. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
3: Extraterrestrials, conspiracies, strange creatures, prophecies, and much, much more. There's even a section that includes our most popular uploads, such as many of the David Politi shows on people disappearing in national parks. To visit or subscribe, just go to YouTube and type in Coast to Coast AM Official, or you can simply go to the Coast to Coast website and click on the YouTube icon at the top. It's the official Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel. You're gonna love this. Just get on over to Coast to Coast and start
4: Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
5: You're listening to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now let's get back to Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain.
2: Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain and today is my birthday. So we're doing a special birthday episode, just whatever it is I wish to give you for this special day. About 10 years ago, I wrote a book called We Don't Die as Skeptics: Discovery of Life After Death. And for this part, I want to talk to you a little bit about why I think we come here. Here to Earth, I mean. It's a place Where we can do so much, but I think we have to forget who we really are to get the full value. So let me read to you just for a little bit. This is from Chapter One Choosing to Visit Planet Earth. What would it be like to know who you really are and what purpose your life is serving? What if you knew what lessons you were here to learn and that there is a special reason for you to be here on Earth? What if you had a guidebook to refer to to remind you of who you really are and what you're capable of and whether you are on track or not? I would like you to do a little imagining with me right now. Are you open to trying something new? Let us imagine what it would be like to be living in a place called heaven or the hereafter or the just before. Even if you don't believe in such an idea, I ask you to play along with me. So imagine a place full of clouds, full of joy, full of love, angels, lovely music. It's full of beauty, wisdom, and all good things. Imagine you are a spirit or a soul simply floating around from cloud to cloud, enjoying this wonderful existence. Imagine being perched on your fluffy, soft, white, cozy cloud, and you are awakening to another perfect day perfect in every way. You are supremely wise and only experience pure joy. Your daily activities consist of floating around the universe to visit the nicest places. You regularly share conversations with the nicest souls. Every wish is granted. All you have to do is think a thought and voila, your thought immediately takes form. It's simple. You wish for a hot fudge sundae or a waterfall or a rainbow or living in a mansion, and it appears instantly before your very eyes. Life is good. There's no exercising to be done. There's no calories to count, nothing to be responsible for, nothing to do but enjoy the peace, love, and tranquility. Sounds great, doesn't it? However, when you are honest with yourself, you realize you've been floating in these clouds as long as you can remember. And all of these nice things have become, well, extremely boring. Everything so good and so wonderful all of the time is boring. You begin your daily activity of hovering around the tops of the clouds, searching for something new, something unique, something special, something different, something to spice up your existence somehow. You have been on this search before, day after day, and you know deep down that you will never find anything new, but you keep on searching. However, today you see something unusual. You notice that off in the distance, a long line is forming. And it's almost like a line that forms for a popular ride at an amusement park. There's a big flashing sign overhead that says, this way to planet Earth. You slowly approach, having no idea of what this planet Earth is all about. You make your way to the end of the line and see a man standing alone, waiting patiently. Casually, you ask, "Uh, excuse me, sir, what is this line for? The guy can barely get the words out. He is so excited. Oh my goodness, don't you know? Didn't anybody tell you? Everybody's doing it. It's Earth, my friend. It's planet Earth. There is excitement to be had, adventures to go on, emotions to feel. Right now, all we can do is read about those things, but we cannot feel any of them. On Earth, we can feel. We get these things called senses, and apparently we get five of them When we get to Earth, we will be able to touch, to taste, to hear, to smell, and to see. Here, we only get ideas of those senses. We can imagine all of those things, but all we get to experience is joy and love. They say on Earth, we also get a full range of emotions, apparently because there are so many of them. I can't wait to get there because there is no limit to the experiences we can have. Doesn't that sound exciting? Come on, join me in line. It's going to be fabulous. Intrigued, but not certain, you join at the end of this line. Hundreds and hundreds of souls flock to get in line behind you. Now, although uncertain, you really want to find out what planet Earth is all about. Plus, you really are ready to experience something new. You see the boarding area for the ride. Suddenly, a woman shows up and hands you a book. She explains that this is your personal guidebook and warns you that you only have a short amount of time to memorize it because you cannot bring it with you to planet Earth. How difficult can it be, you think? Then you skim through the guidebook, not reading, just looking at the pictures. The first chapter is called Why Visit Planet Earth and discusses the importance of feeling emotions. Apparently, Earth is the only place in all of the universe where you can feel such a wide range of these emotions. Cool, you think. Happy to believe that this new place won't be boring. You are given a pencil and must circle the top three emotions you want to experience the most on Earth. Being such a wise soul that you are, of course, you circle love. That's a given. Generosity, because of course it feels good to help others. And independence. Who wouldn't want that? Of course, you don't read the fine print that tells you that you will not be given these emotions, but you will be given situations which you will be able to experience these emotions. The next chapter deals with picking your parents in the area you would like to live. Being nosy, you glance at the woman to your left. She has put a check mark in the middle of Europe with the words joy, disappointment, and envy circled. No thanks, you mumble under your breath. The man next to you put his check mark in the western part of Africa with the words suffering, sadness, and neglect circled. You are curious and you ask this man why he would pick such emotions to experience. Well, he says, this is not my first time to planet Earth, my friend. I've been there many, 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 many times. The first time I picked the greatest sounding emotions, love, happiness, and abundance. Each time you go there, you have to pick something new. The whole purpose of visiting planet Earth is to get smarter. The more times you go, the smarter you get. And eventually you get the opportunity to become a supreme being of magnificent radiance, which I hear is absolutely incredible. And that's my real goal. So I've been to Earth many, many times. I've chosen all the other emotions before. Suffering, sadness, and neglect are the last three that I've not experienced. So that is why I picked them. In addition, every time I'm on Earth, I seem to end up somewhere cold. Apparently, Africa is warm with the sun shining. Boy, am I ever ready for that. There are some big, bold words written on the bottom of the page with the picture of a stop sign. However, you are so busy meeting your fellow passengers that you fail to read the most important part. It says, warning, once you arrive on planet Earth, you will forget all about this place. You will forget that you chose these emotions to experience and these parents. You will forget that you were given a guidebook. That is why it is critical that you memorize it now. We need you to forget this place so that you may experience the fullest range of emotions possible for your soul to grow. To help you believe that you are a person of earth, not the eternal soul that you really are, we are giving you a companion for your journey. This companion will be with you at all times. He or she will remember all your past experiences and remind you of them. This companion will be a voice that will talk to you inside your mind all the days while you're on earth. During your stay, there will be some guides who will appear on your journey to help you along the way. It is essential to listen to each person you meet because they might be one of your guides. In case of an emergency, There will be only one way to get help. You will be able to access this guidebook through your thoughts. To achieve this, you must stop the voice inside your mind and quiet your senses. We have put reminders around Earth in the form of stop signs. These signs will be a reminder for you to stop the voice and quiet your mind. Then you must have the intention of getting an answer to your question and the answers will come in the stillness. Of course, you miss reading all of that. The line moves very quickly, and soon you are being instructed to step into an area with five other travelers. You see the tram approaching and discreetly squeeze past the others, your objective being to get the very best seat on the tram next to the window. As the gate opens, you slide past the others and take the window. A seat belt automatically fastens around you, Five seconds until departure. Five, four, three, two, one. Blast off. The tram takes off at lightning speed and you travel through the magnificent vast universe. This is better than any roller coaster you think as you travel past many suns and moons and stars. You see colors that you have never seen before and galaxies you could have never dreamed of. However, your tram is quickly headed into a very dark area. Something you believe to be a black hole. Your eyes open. Things seem very blurry. Your face is wet from tears. There's also an uncomfortable wetness at the other end of you. You feel a strange ache in your body and a void that needs to be filled. You are not quite sure of who you are or where you are. And you remember nothing about your previous existence. Well, of course, this young soul is me and wakes up as a baby. Anyways, it's just to give you an idea that perhaps we picked coming here. And I do believe we have forgotten who we truly are. So we'll get more into that after the next break. I hope you're enjoying my birthday episode. I'm hoping I get a little chocolate cake later. Birthdays are special. Mine's special. Yours is special. You know why? Because you are special and I am special. We'll get into that a little bit more after the break. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM. Paranormal Podcast Network.
4: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
2: Did you know that tests that could save your life from cancer are now available for little or no cost, thanks to the healthcare law called the Affordable Care Act? Let this be the year you get screening tests that can help detect cancer early when it's most treatable. Don't let concerns get in your way.
5: Talk to a doctor or other medical professional to learn more about the best cancer testing options for you.
4: at
1: purdueglobal.edu Hey, this is George Norrie and you're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network Thanks for being here Now let's get back to more with Sandra
2: to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and it is my birthday. And as a birthday gift to me and to you, I am sharing with you one of my favorite things, and that is my book, We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. My gift to you is a free copy of it, if you would like it. Simply head on over to wedontdie.com, click on the store, scroll down, and you'll find the We Don't Die audiobook. If you type in coupon code FREE, yes, F-R-E-E, you can get a copy for free. When you open it up in your library and you click on the table of contents there, you will see something that says PDF in black and red. When you click on that, you can actually read the entire book. You may not be an audio person, or you may be because you hopefully enjoy listening to this. When I wrote the book, it was something... I did for others, yes, but also for myself. The whole idea of the guidebook I thought would be important to keep us going through life at any time, being able to refer back and open to a random chapter and realize that we are these eternal souls having a human experience. Now, did we pick to come here? I don't know. Did we come here lots of times before? Well, I don't know. What I do know is that there is so many empowering topics that you can't read it and not get a little boost for your life and not get some personal power. Being human is very difficult. You, my friend, are special. You are one of a kind. You are unique. You are loved. You have talents that nobody else has. You're surrounded by a group of cheerleaders in this invisible world that were with you before you even took your first breath, knowing that you'd have a hard life ahead of you, but they'd be only a thought away. Earlier, we talked about sitting in the power. And I do believe that that is the gateway for so many things, not just things like mediumship and building your power to make things happen, but to get questions answered, to tap into your soul, to tap into your loved ones. There is an outer universe that is ever-expanding, as we know, and that thought is really mind-blowing to me, as well as an inner universe down to our tiniest atoms that are in our molecules. All we are is invisible, vibrating energy. So by quieting our mind, we can tap into so much more. I think we can tap into all of it. We can tap into that greater reality that's so much more than we know being human. I don't think in our human form we're meant to get the whole picture. I've spoken to plenty of people that have had near-death experiences and what they describe and what they see and what they experience and the tremendous love that they feel, they cannot put into words because it is so massive. While we're here, though, I want to give everyone who's interested ways to empower yourself to really navigate through this thing called life. And it's unfortunate, but it is part of life that we have this inner voice that's talking to us. In my book, I call it the voice, but it never shuts up we're not good enough, we're not tall enough, we're not thin enough, we're not smart enough. It's always living in the past or worried about the future. Have you noticed that? It never lets you be in that present moment. And that present moment is the gateway to remember who we really are. I don't think we're supposed to remember who we are though, all the time. Because if we did, the game of life wouldn't be real. We wouldn't get to experience the joy, the sadness, the success, the failure, all those things that are necessary for our soul to grow. From where you are right now, and you may be going through a very tough time experiencing grief, or experiencing life not as you would have liked it to be. If you look back, though, You can see all those things that happened in your life brought you to where you are today. And we have to trust that where we are today and the decisions we make today will lead us to a place where someday we'll be looking back at this time going, oh my gosh, that had to happen this way for this reason. Now, I didn't think my dad's death and the collapse of the relationships I had with my siblings was in any way going to benefit me. I hit an all-time low as a human being, but with that, it had me go on this mega discovery, which I wrote about and which I still share about. It's ultra important to realize, yes, that we have that voice who never tells us anything good. Have you noticed? Never. And even when we experience something good, something great, it's quick to have us forget. I bet you have things in your life that you're proud of, or experiences that you had so much joy, or love, or experienced something wonderful and new. I bet if I asked you to write down all your successes on a piece of paper, you'd ask me for another piece of paper. Why don't we remember those things and let them empower us? Instead, we buy into this notion again from that little voice, not good enough, not smart enough, worried about the future or stewing and guilty about the past. That is the nature of being human. That is why it's essential. Whether you're listening to this podcast, reading a great book, watching empowering films, having friends that you can share in this conversation, it makes life so much better to be on this ride called life with others that talk this language. We all have people in our life that are negative, don't we? And it's exhausting to be with them. They call them energy vampires. And yeah, I believe it. But from this point going forward, we get a choice of how we wish to live. We can put things in place that remind us of who we are. We can do some things that really will create this energy field around us and create good things that happen. So I shared chapter one with you. What I want to do is just read some from the last chapter of the book. And I also want to tell you that the most important chapter I feel is chapter 10, and that is how to survive grief. What joins all of us is probably that we have experienced deep grief and extreme pain. We want to weigh out of it. And unfortunately, we have to go through it. But there are ways to dial down the pain and help us be more comfortable in the process. So that's what chapter 10 is all about, and you have a copy of it if you wish. So I really am skipping ahead. We were reading from page 18 in chapter 1, and now we're reading from page 279 in chapter 14. And this chapter is about some daily habits to supercharge your life. First one is to wake up your soul self in the morning. And I'll just paraphrase this because I know time is of the essence here. But it is to have a journal and write down in the journal in the morning, some of the things that you want in life. And then of course, the voice pops in with why you shouldn't have it. But instead of that, write down your successes. Also, what other people say about you, the good things that is, how powerful, how compassionate, how loving. And in just a couple minutes, you'll wake up on the right side of the bed, realizing that you are a powerful person and you can have things happen. Next is to think your own thoughts. Anytime something negative pops in, you can change it for something positive. The next one is to be in the present moment. It is so critical that during the day, you catch yourself in the act, but you also can take time to slow down and just be present, paying full attention to everything that's around you. The next one is eat healthy foods and exercise. As best you can, drink water, take your vitamins, get plenty of rest, move your body. This will also help charge that energy vehicle. Next one, make a difference for another make people smile. Do random acts of kindness. Next is take one action towards your dream. We all have dreams and if we can dream it, we can do it. But we need to put something in place every day that moves us closer and closer towards it. Next is do something that makes you feel good. Play some music. Put on a funny movie. Next, laugh or try something new. Next is have integrity and be responsible. If you make mistakes, let people know. Sorry about that. I'll try to be on time next time. Being responsible simply means that when things happen in your life, don't be a victim to it. If you run into traffic as you're driving, don't curse the traffic and make it wrong. Instead, say, "Ooh, I could have picked another route. This will actually give you more power and take you into the driver's seat, have a gratitude exercise in your journal at night, look back through your day, write down the good things that happened. When we pay attention to the good and give gratitude for it, more good things can happen. Also, when you put your head on your pillow, you tend to have better dreams. I want to leave you with a quote that I feel is very important. It is by American theologian William Shedd. A ship in a harbor is safe, but that is not what ships are built for. You are the commander of your ship. Your soul, my friend, determines your destination. And your sails fill them with desires, positive emotions, powerful thoughts, and gratitude. And here's from Mark Twain. 20 years from now, you'll be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than by the things you did do. So throw off the bow lines, sail away from safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, and discover. A reminder, our home base is we wedontdie.com. Come check out what we're doing online. Come join us for a course or come to our free Sunday gathering and enjoy our medium demonstration. I'm Sandra Champlain and a gigantic thank you for sharing my birthday with me. You've been listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network.